Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 256. Larry here. And Anthony here. Anthony's done running. Anthony, how are you? That's right. I ran all the way home. <laughs> you probably could have by the time you were done. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, I am here and I am home. Yes, hey, no, you are definitely home. Me. Absolutely. Yeah, but just think about stop running. Okay. Um, No, so we had we both had some good weekends. um, You know, last weekend. Uh, First and foremost, right off the bat, we want to thank our uh, special co-host last week, Sean Law. Yeah, Sean, thank you very much for stepping in for me as I was uh, indisposed. (laughs) Yes, as you were somewhere passed out on Queens Boulevard, I think. Mm. (laughs) I don't think we ever made it to Queens Boulevard, but I understand (laughs) what you're saying. Um, Sean Law from the Ring Crew podcast. Uh, Check them out wherever you listen to podcasts great show i'm on it as well but uh mm-hmm. sean was on and uh we talked about a topic that i've been wanting to talk with you about and for a long time just had the opportunity to uh, trust me when i say barely scratch the surface mm-hmm. on a topic of board games Ooh, and yes. uh what what uh me and him talked about was specifically dungeons and dragons yeah and thank you for waiting for the week for me to not be here to talk about a topic that i would love to talk about I, you know, it's it's when I asked him if he wanted to be on, and then I just forgot that he was so into it. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm like, you know what? That kind of lends itself. So, and like I said, though, barely scratched the surface. I mean, okay. as much as yeah, we talked no, about, it was good. Uh, did you know, from what I heard. we play D and don't think so. I, no, no, no. I don't think we played D and D. Okay, I played I played D and D before we met. Same with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like a very it was like a grammar school thing. Uh, yeah, it was mostly a grammar school thing for me too. I don't, I think high school kind of, kind of like everybody went their own ways, different high schools. And I think we kind of stopped there. The magic came out and that was it. Yeah. And then people just wanted to play with cards. (laughs) Um, but no, it was a great show. And even, uh, and I didn't even realize, uh, who, and Sean's a huge board game aficionado, just like yourself. Yeah. We'll have to have him back for a board game. Absolutely. Cause definitely, you know, board games are retro. A lot of these board games. Yeah, a lot of retro board games are coming back. It's very interesting, and, and a lot of re- and a lot of retro video games have been made into board games, <laughs> which I still find amazing. Like like the Super Mario Brothers board game and the Pac Man board game, which I think someone re released. Like they yeah. made an updated version. Yeah, and then there was the uh, Centipede board game. Um, that I don't remember. I remember a Tetris board game. Don't ask me a how. Tetris, but no, 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 no. There's this new Centipede board game. There's a oh, new board oh, game oh. based off Centipede. Oh, I didn't realize it was new. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the there are two Oregon Trail board games. <laughs> I've seen one of them. <laughs> which, I, which I have I have both of them, I think. Uh, and it's really fun because you die of dysentery all the time, just like in the real just like in the real game. It's <laughs> like in real game. life. It's like in uh, real life. Yes, dysentery for everybody. Yes. Is it- I find that weird, like, like, like I had Monopoly, right? Everyone had Monopoly. And then when like Monopoly came out on a video game, I'm like, God, this is so much easier. Let's play on the board game. I mean, let's play on the, the TV. Video game. But then you're like, ah, here I am playing Super Mario Brothers. Man, I wish I can take an hour to set up a board and then spin dice or whatever to play on <laughs> in real life. Oh, here we go. I can lose half these pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, but then you also got to a video. Then, well, look how Mario has evolved. You, you went from uh, this, obviously the simplicity of just playing the game to then you have Super Mario Maker where you spend hours creating your own boards. I'm sure it will do what I do. Just wait for everyone else to make the boards. And then download them, yes. Absolutely. Fully support uh, that. <laughs> and then um, and then me and him uh, also touched on Hero Clicks, which me and you played. 
a lot. Oh, Hero clicks. A lot. Hero clicks was our big thing. Sure. It was. I told them how you stole my Joker, my unique I Joker. I did not steal your Joker. So, um, and then uh, some other things. So, it was yeah. a legal transaction. It, actually, it was very much a legal transaction, but man, I got robbed big time. Well, let me ask you this because I talked about it last week, but now with you on the show, I, I, I want to get your re- memory of. Remember the time? Because I told him, and I think he was kind of shocked that we did it when we bought like a crate. Of hero oh clicks. yeah, we no, we did we did that I think two or three times. Uh, I remember maybe not with you, maybe oh, not thanks. with you. Um, well, I remember the one time because it was at my house yes. that we unboxed it. Yes, I think I that's when remember. Frankie came over for the first time. My parents were like, "Who's this guy?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. He's with yeah. us." Um, and then we just went. And then through five it. five minutes after he started talking, it's like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> really? <laughs> and there he is trying to trying to wheel and deal. I got this uh, Spider Man. You got uh, you got a Doc Ock. I'll take a Doc Ock. Um, Frankie, we love you. But yes. that night, though, literally, there had to have been, uh, what, each box came with four pieces. Like, when you bought it normally, it was four pieces in a, in a yeah. sleeve. There mm-hmm. must have been about 50 sleeves in that box. No, more oh, than that, probably. Yeah, no, uh, no, no, no. I think there were only, were there 50? I thought there were, like, 36 in a case. Well, that was a lot for a normal human being. Yeah, or it was either 36 or 48, because I remember there were. There were four of us, and we were able to split it evenly. It was four of us. That's right. Yeah, there that's were four right. of us. So, um, no, there were four of us because we split it evenly. I think we either got nine or twelve packs each. <laughs> yes. So, and I still, I think I came out on the losing end as far as uniques. Uh, you did. I do remember <laughs> that. I think you wound up with like two. <laughs> I probably did. And then later on, I had the Sentinel, the big giant piece, and then. Uh, yes. um, uh, and then, which I didn't realize, something I'd like to, I might even just get them just to collect, you know, like how it ended up going into like the WWE hero clicks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that game is still going on. But yeah, um, yeah definitely didn't get a chance to listen to it uh, last week. Definitely check it out. Great episode with myself and Sean Law. Yes, absolutely. Listen to it. Um, this week, we got some interesting stuff to talk about. We both kind of had like, I wouldn't say mild, well, well I'm not as much of a milestone as yours, but um, nevertheless, you were kind of busy, and, and and I think our fans who kind of knew what was going on, the reason why you weren't here last week, mm-hmm. what was it like, Ant? Because you decided to run through, uh, voluntarily uh, run through five boroughs of New York City with no one chasing you. Yeah, I absolutely did that, and I did it on the Nintendo Power Pad. <laughs> Just, you couldn't just get on the floor? No, no, no. I was just standing on top of it going like that, on my feet. Um, yeah, so not video game related, so I won't go too long on it, but yeah, so I yeah, it's us voluntarily decided to run the New York City Marathon, but I had decided that years ago. Like, I've been applying to it for years, and I finally got in last year. Um, the pandemic squashed it, they gave me an opportunity to do it this year. Um, and I didn't want to pass it up because it was it's the 50th New York City Marathon, so uh, I definitely wanted to do it. Um, and I will say it's an incredible experience for a couple of a uh, couple of reasons one obviously it's a major accomplishment to be able to run or walk that actual length of 26.2 miles because yeah. who in their right mind would do it um i am not in my right mind clearly because i did it um so i was a, uh, you know so just being able to accomplish something like that like real is like just really amazing it's also my second marathon oh, so okay. um because four years ago i did the la marathon ah gotcha okay so I've now completed one on each coast, and by and that, by which, by the way, that is it. I will not be doing any more marathons. No Chicago, no Boston. No, I'm good. All right, good. I want New York was always my goal, and I said, you know, once I did New York, I was like, I'm good. Um, and thankfully, I had forgotten 
how grueling the LA marathon was before I did this one, because if I remembered how bad it was, I might not have done this. Um, so anyway, um, so yeah, it was really cool. Um, the, one of the coolest things about it, um, uh, obviously besides going through all five boroughs, you know, j- just the start, just the start of the marathon running over the Verrazano bridge, which obviously like I've driven, been in cars and driven over so many times in my life. Cause I grew up in New York. Um, just being able to run over it and just stop and get a view of the city over the water and everything is just a- absolutely stunning. I did not take pictures no, while I was running. Did you feel the, br- they say you could feel the bridge. Sweat. Oh yeah. Oh yes, you can. Yes, you can. So if you don't want to know what that feeling is like, I urge you not to ever try this Well, because once you know that bridge moves and the size of that bridge, I don't know if you'd ever want to drive over it. It is a suspension bridge. Um, <laughs> but you can yes. either run a marathon and start on the Verrazano Bridge or do what I do and get stuck in traffic on the GW Bree, the George Washington Bridge, for 45 minutes, where Anthony's yeah, went side good. to side. Mine was bouncing up and down. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you have, you have your choices on which ones. I forgot is it- to silence my phone. Is it true that before the race when everyone was just waiting on the bridge – like at one mm-hmm. point, just people just whizzing off the side of the bridge. No, I've always heard that. Right, then that's apparently a terrible urban myth. Uh, well, you... One of the one of the things they warn you of when you're about to leave for the bridge. Toll? In, uh, no, it, oh. no, no toll. Thankfully, I didn't have my easy pass on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone starts slowing up, holding the easy pass above their head. <laughs> or no, they just take a picture of your bid number and then they mail you the ticket. It's like, <laughs> three dollars extra for that. Like Twenty bucks, everybody. Um, no, so um, what should we call it? So before you leave the before you leave your starting corral, mm-hmm. um, there are porta potties everywhere. So oh, they basically, are, okay. tell, yeah, and they tell you they're like, if you have to use the restroom, do it now. There won't be any on the bridge. Yeah. So t- two things they tell you: use the bathroom before you before mm-hmm. we head off, and then the second thing is any clothes that you don't want to wear. Don't put them in the donation bins because they don't they don't want anybody throwing them on the bridge because no one wants them on the bridge. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, going over the bridge is really awesome. And then like the I'll again I'll I'll try and be brief. I'm already going too long. No, it's um, people are interested. You know, a lot of people would like congratulating you and wishing you luck and everything. They, they so. were, and, and my heartfelt thanks to everybody. Yeah. You know, to everybody who did follow. And, I didn't. And, and thanks. I know you didn't. Um, <laughs> thanks a lot. Um, but. Um, when, the thing that I was most surprised with, um, and my friends Rich and Trish, and Rich has been on the show before, mm-hmm. so and Trish has been on the show before actually too. Sure and they 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 had they had prepped me, um, and they had said they said, oh, they're like you know, be prepared for people you know, people cheering you on in the race. And I'm like, who? And they're like, oh, just people. They're gonna come out and cheer <laughs> you on. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. You know, and I'm thinking nothing of it because I'm like. I mean, it's a marathon. I'm running. I go, who's going to come out and cheer you while you're running? But um, you want to talk about like, I was stunned with how much New York has embraced the marathon as like a major event. Because from the second I started to almost the end, because I had I had finished late. So towards the end, there weren't that many people. But okay. for like 80% of the race, it was like a party. Oh, I can, it was I feel like, like I can see that. Insane. Like you see it on, on the news and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, people lined up on the sidewalks, but not just like it, like you would think that I thought maybe like maybe in the beginning and at the end, but it was like, no, all the way through. It's like, you just had everybody cheering you on. There were stages set up for bands. 
mm-hmm. in places and bands were playing. They had DJs going wherever you were. Um, cool. It was absolutely amazing. And there were even parts where you were like when we got to like uh, Brooklyn, like down by Atlantic Avenue, Flatbush area. I know I'm being specific to. No, no, Larry. no, do it. That's all right. No, no, no. I know. But like when you got to that neighborhood, um, people, there were so many people on the streets that like it was really narrow to even run through. Like there, you can maybe fit two runners side by side. Okay. Because everybody had piled off the sidewalk into the street, too. It was just so it was just really cool to see New York come out and support everybody who was torturing themselves um, with the marathon. Um, so that was really cool. And then Rich and Trish met me like somewhere a little bit after mile 12. OK, um, so I got to see them and say hi. And uh, they had a they had a nice little um supportive uh, uh posters for me uh, that they were holding up uh, don't die <laughs> actually that would have been the best one um but a lot of really a lot of really like, like you know and that it was really cool to see some friends mm-hmm. on the course like um uh, uh jack jack and his wife johanna very nice met me on the course another friend of mine who flew in from la just to watch the wow marathon. that's a friend met her met her Good on Lord. the course yeah it was no it was it was it was an amazing experience um, and again, like, and I, you know, I've been training for six months for this. So I was like, Oh, I was like, okay, I go, I'll be fine. And the first half of the marathon, I did great. I was mm-hmm. so happy. I was like, Ooh, I was like, I, I got my pace down. Everything's awesome. You, I saw you even text me. You were like, Oh, play the lotto. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Your, your, your halftime, I think it was your split was like yeah. two hours, 22 minutes and 22 seconds. Yeah. It was two twenty two twenty two. It was, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, that's awesome. I was like, <laughs> and then, so then, you know, so my first half was great. And then I started, it was a very weird thing. Cause this didn't happen to me while I was training. I started to get heartburn. Okay. Halfway in. Ooh. And I'm like, this is weird. I've never had this happen before. Mm-hmm. And then it just kept, and then, it, and then it started to get worse and worse and worse to the point where I, no, no. To the point where like, I couldn't catch my breath oh. while I was running okay. because the heartburn was so bad oh, and I didn't weird. know what to do because I didn't read up on anything with heartburn and running. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I was like, well, do I go to the medical tent? Do I just keep going and hope it goes away? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to go to the medical tent because I was concerned they would pull me out of the race. So like, yeah. if I go over to them and be like, Hey, I have really bad heartburn. I can't run anymore. They're going to be like, okay, sir, you're done. So I was like, and I, w- and, and I already had said, I go, I'm not doing this again. I was like, especially yeah, right. at the halfway point in my head, I'm like, I am not doing this again. There's no way. Um, so I pretty much walked the second half. Um, for most of it. Uh, okay. When I got to the last like two miles and I was just, at that point, I was just getting angry because I'm like, because now it was daylight savings time. So the oh, sun, right. yes. so the sun went down it did, yeah. and then it started to get, cold yeah so now i'm like it's cold it's dark <laughs> and i'm walking the last two and a half three miles and i'm like no i'm done i don't care i was like i was like screw you heartburn and i just i just started running again and i had to do like a run walk thing but i mm-hmm. ran and walked like the last three miles okay uh, but bottom line i finished so happy that i finished awesome. yes um and again to everybody listening watching our show to all my friends family who supported me it's like a really really big thank you um uh yeah i mean the support i had was just amazing and that also helped push me good to complete it um and if you give me one second i'll be right back one second i think i know what he's gonna go get 
But um, in the meantime, while he's waiting for that, or while we're waiting for him to come back, um, yeah, we're going to oh, wait, never mind. He's already back. My, mic, my microphone is not near me. Hello. Oh, okay. Well, we, we heard you. Oh, that's good. I always forget that. But I just wanted to bring over. There it is. Look there at that thing. Is. Nice. It's got I'm not gonna really lie to you. Good way to it. The the way <laughs> the, the way design I thought was cracked, but that's yeah. just where the oh. difference in the no, thing. No, that's is. just the design. <laughs> you can see the design. And Did then you get on the it? back, I didn't get it engraved. Oh, that's what they wanted. They were talking about because. Yeah. So I downloaded so the, on the app. Back, right? you can engrave it. Yeah. I, yeah. Was was just what the, your finish your, time? Your name and what time? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can write finish. that in with a sharpie. Um, sure. Oh wait, I have one right here. But uh, because I, I downloaded the um, the New York City Marathon app, like you told me, and I, that's how I was able to track you. My mother was watching on the app the entire time. Like, oh yeah, she your, mom, you. your mom yeah. was yeah, your mom was amazing. I was, I was like Beth, I love you. And she tracked <laughs> I love you the you. whole time. Stop reminding me. Um, but <laughs> a few, I had to finally delete it because a few days after, it kept saying, you know, show up back here to get your medal engraved for free or whatever yeah. like that. But you can get that engraved wherever. So. Yeah, exactly. I can get that yeah. anywhere. And unfortunately, I couldn't stay in New York. No, yeah, I actually yeah. had a. I had to go home. I had a business trip this week. Yeah, so, um, yes. yeah. so I barely yeah. had time okay. to get home. Uh, and then a little extra special thank you to Jack for getting me back to Brooklyn after the marathon. <laughs> oh, he got you back. Okay, good. <laughs> because yeah, I when, when the heart, like I, when the heartbreak thing happened and I saw him at miles six, I think I met him at miles 17, 16 okay. or 17. And I just asked him, I said, I said, are you, I go, I'm sorry to ask. I go, but what are you doing later? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, and he's like, He's like, he's like, nothing. I said, can you please meet me at the finish line? I'm like, because I explained the whole thing. I yeah. go, I don't know what condition I'm going to be in when I get there. And I might need help. So he's, <laughs> like, so he's like, no problem. So God bless him. He hung around the city for like an extra three hours and he helped, and he helped get me back to work. I, I honestly, like, I really don't know how I would have done it. I also was able through the app, I was able to pull up, like I didn't save him and I'm not buying mm-hmm. him, but um, I was able to pull up your, your photo finish. And oh, you did, and yeah, you did not look happy. <laughs> no, when I finished, you looked relieved, but you didn't look happy. <laughs> no, no, no. When I finished, when I finished, I as I crossed the finish line, I smiled. Yes, you did. And then the exhaustion hit. Like literally, like your body knows the second you're done. It's, it's like, like it's like when yeah. you head when you're heading home and you got to pee, and yes. like it know like you know yeah. when you. <laughs> You're yes. by your door. Oh, and then by, yeah. And by the way, like I ordered, like I, I pre-ordered all of my yes. photos because yep. I'm like, I'm only doing this once. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely do not know how to take photos when I'm running. Let's just say <laughs> well, that who right does? Now. Well, you, the you look like, at, no, no, you look at other, no, no, you look at other people <laughs> and they're like, they're posing and they're doing this and everything like that. And me, every photo, it's like my mouth is wide open. I look like I'm exhausted because I am. I'm like, and then like there's one photo that they took of me where there's like, it looks like there's sheer terror on my face. And I'm like, what was that? What was going on in that moment? I have I mean, no idea. I mean, well, I've seen you take photos on, you know, Splash Mountain, the log flume and yeah. all these other ones. And you're ready to go. You're you know, you're posing because there. because because I know where they are. Like I wasn't really <laughs> focusing on where the cameras were. I Fair was just enough. running. So I'm like, so anyway, I can post a couple of photos on the on the page that uh, everybody can get a good laugh out of. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, so again, congratulations yeah, on a wonderful, you. wonderful uh, achievement. So thank you very much. Um, I think that weekend you were running. I redid my pop vinyl wall. If you look behind me, you might see oh. a bunch of new ones. Not that they're not new. I, they're just been replaced. OK, I with, wouldn't even be able to tell with the ton, the ton that I have in the back. Um, but I also redid my gaming wall. 
uh, that weekend. Um, you need like a, you need like a, you know how the dry cleaners have the, the rotating. Oh, imagine the that'd be great. You need that behind you. So they just keep moving. And I shifting. wish it was such a hump awesome. to replace. I was just doing it. I'm like, yeah, let me just get some fresh stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then my entire apartment looked like I was moving in again. So of course it did. be that as it may. Uh, but um, as, and, and your, trust me, what you did was amazing. What I did, what uh, did actually do? this past weekend was just finally, like ah finally it's done um mm-hmm. i have gameplay wise have played basically an entire day's worth of metroid game what are you doing i'm switching discs in my polymega are you loading up your polymega yes <laughs> okay folks if you hear any some weird noises if on you the hear side, any weird noises it's me i'm tran i'm transferring my entire place my ps1 collection to the polymega what are you up to uh, well, I actually are you wanted... doing it in alphabetical order? Knowing you, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm on G, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure it's going quick. Don't judge me. I'm organized. <laughs> okay. But anyway, as I we'll called you last second, week, a gaming, uh, a book hoarder. So yes, and thank you very much for that. By the way. I appreciate that. Um, what was I going to say? Finish your story, and then we'll talk about the. Polymaker. Oh, I didn't even start my story yet, but okay. Yeah, well, start your story because I have some stuff to, to talk about with the polymaker. So I have basically played a full twenty-four hours of Metroid uh, between Metroid Dread and Super Metroid, which I finally now beat. And, oh, you beat Super um, Metroid? Yes, okay. Super Metroid's in the books. I yes. think we're now tied. Maybe you know, twenty twenty-one's no. not over, and the race is still is Wait, still on, actually- my friend. Uh, wait, are we actually? I I've we rekindled this. I I've rekindled we it like it. a hot potato. Nope. After I after I was playing Super Metroid at like I just woke okay. up at like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, eh, oh, let geez. me play some Metroid. Next thing you know, I'm sitting up on the bed because I'm now at the end of the game of Super okay. Metroid. After spending about th- literally three hours walking mm-hmm. around the entire map just to realize I had to run over here. And then once that happened, the, the rest of the game just just fell in front of me. Um, of but um, uh, I'm ready to go. I, I'm psyched. I'm, right. wanna, I got other you, Metroid if, games to go. If you want to pick it up again, I will pick it up again, <laughs> and I will destroy you. I don't know. I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're tied though. I got to go back and look. We'll find out for next week. Yeah, we'll find out for next but, week. But for anybody who remembers. We started in 2020 this competition of who can beat the most retro games in the year. And then when the pandemic happened, we decided to suspend it. Not suspend it, but to extend it to 2021. It would have been actually the pandemic was the perfect time to start doing this contest. Yeah. And then what happened? I moved to cross country. I got a new job (laughs) and then everything went crazy. Um, So we decided to extend it into 2021. And then 2021 kind of like sort of we meandered through it and just forgot about it. Basically, um, but now, now we I, know, I got the itch. I kind of got, the, got itch. the itch. So all right, so we're I, gonna have to get back to it. And and we I only gotta, have a month and a half left. I'm look. I'm ready to go. I've already started Metroid Zero Mission, um, oh. which apparently. All right. So first of all, so I Let's get through Dread. Right. Yes. Dread was about what what I clocked. We're trying about, to find the contest as we speak. Just I think that. ten hours and change. I clocked in with Dread. With Dread. Um, okay. Right. Uh, Dread, you were Dread, you were like ten fifty nine. Yeah, I was just just shy of eleven hours. Yeah, just shy of eleven hours. And, and then, then I was like nine. I was like nine twenty something. You were, and then Jake, Jack, Bill, Bob was no, not Jack, Rich. Oh, Rich. Oh, Jake. Uh, he didn't. Yeah, Rich did it in like eight. Okay, which is expected. Jack, um, Jack hasn't completed it yet. He's, no, he's, okay. He's he's a straggler. Billy Bob, Joe Bob is still is still waiting to finish it. So, Jack. um, 
<laughs> so, um, so I moved on, and, and stupid me, after Metroid Dread, after spending all that time mm-hmm. on a single game, which I lo- don't get me wrong, I loved it, loved yes. Metroid Dread, and I'm I'm gonna go through the hard mode as well. I'm gonna do it later, uh, especially because I overpaid for the damn amiibo for Metroid Dread by twenty dollars just mm-hmm. to be like just to watch everyone restock them for regular price. So okay. fantastic, only me, right? So, so what what did you beat? Uh, Super Metroid. Okay. So, so that and, was your that was your eighth retro game. Oh, you conference. pulled it up. Okay. Yeah. So you have eight right now. Mine says ten, but it's wrong. I think I have oh. twelve. Oh, I'm sorry. I, beat... I don't have eight. I have fifteen done. I forgot. No, 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 no. Because I completed the entire Capcom beat 'em up bundle, and I that should think... count as one game. No, and I think there were six <laughs> games on that. That should count as one game. No thanks. No, no. Well, I'm looking it up right now. This is why I take screen grabs now when I complete a game on the Switch. You hit that button, um, screen grab. I, you know what? I did. <laughs> on our page, when I beat these things, they are all, yeah, they're all up on our page somewhere. Anyway, continue. So uh, I clocked in Super Metroid at 12 hours and 25 minutes. 12 hours. I am hours. not okay. getting through these games quickly, apparently. And, and, really not. I, I can't, like, it happens with everything. It's happened with Symphony of the Night. It's happened with Bloodstained, and now it's happening with the Metroids. I, I like. I don't yeah, know the, why I don't give up. I should give up, but I don't. No, you shouldn't give up. But, but well, here's the thing, you know. We and we've talked about this before. When you were younger, it was a lot easier to give up and just move on to the next game. Now you have such a library of games you can afford to be stubborn and be like, no, you know what? I'm going to stick to this and finish this. I guess so. And, and I mean, I I mean just. I would trail back to places, move forward. I still don't even think I got everything in the game in Super Metroid. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of power up I didn't get somewhere because probably because in the in the in the thing, like the last power up I got was which is in every Metroid game, uh, mm-hmm. was the uh, spin attack. But when you pause the game and then you go to like the menu of Samus and your and your yep. outfit, there's a piece missing there for the morph ball, and I'm pretty sure. It's the um like the the morph bomb, you know the 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 bomb that sets off oh, yes, 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 everything. Yes, yes. Yeah, not the little not the little one, but the big one. So I'm pretty sure it was that. Wait, no, I, I had that. I don't know what it you was. Had, anyway. I was gonna say you had to have it because like, I did. Metroid is always set up where you need every weapon. But to still get it's, it all. I, I know, but I know I'm missing something, but be that as it may, I'm running around and the place that I needed to get to, the place that I I tried to get to <laughs> I must have visited six times going, how do I get through this? How do I get through this? Mm -hmm. And then just the seventh time, I'm like, well, let me run. You know, that speed run or whatever it's called. And there I go, blowing through everything. I was like, you son of a... And like it just like the 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 feeling kind of like you crossing the finish line. Yep. When I was when I move forward in a Metroid game after two hours of meandering around the board. It, it it makes me feel good, but I'm frustrated at the same time. Yeah, that's the same thing. That's absolutely <laughs> I think it's exactly the same thing that. as running. About. Oh yeah. And then literally a couple nights ago, I was just playing, and I, I before I knew it, I didn't even realized I was near the end of the game, or was at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So th- because I think I also only like did like seventy seven percent of the game. You know what I mean? Okay. Like because it gives you that. I think Dread did that as well. Gave you like percentage of how much you found. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm nowhere near 100%ing Metroid Dread yet. No. Um and I only 77%ed uh, Super Metroid. But mm-hmm. next thing I know I'm like, "Oh, this is Mother Brain." And I just nice. literally I got out of bed, I sat up on the edge of the bed, 
And here I am playing, like, with the lights out and, you know, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, boom, beat it. And just nothing new. This is nothing. This is a staple in Metroid games. Mm -hmm. Then you have to rush to get back to your ship. Of course, because it's about to blow up. Happened in Dread. Happened in everything. Happened in Fusion. Don't mind that. So, (laughs) what what, what game's going in there? Uh, Well, that was Devil Dice. I actually, I went a little backwards. G through D. Uh Oh. Um, But it's okay. I'm, I'm done with G. So, um, so yeah, and then finally I got through it, and I gotta say, actually, I hate to say it, but Mother Brain was kind of easy to get through. Um, oh, interesting. But it's well, what's interesting is, and Dread did it as well. I'm and I'm I'm gonna dance around this, not to give anything away with Dread, mm-hmm. but I feel like Metroid games do this, but things happen where it's more like the story's playing out, not mm-hmm. as much as you defeating the boss, because. In Dread, and again, it doesn't give anything away, but, like, you get to a point in a boss fight where, like, the final hits is all cinematic. Oh. Like, you have nothing to do with it. Yes, you remember yes, a couple yes, times yes. that happened, yeah. So, in it's Super... timing. It's timing-based. It, well, no, even beyond that, like, you could put the controller down on, like, one or two of those... One or two of them, not all of them. Yeah, I was going to say there's one a couple or two maybe, but there are a few where it's like you have to time it. No, shot. and like like the first time you do that, I'm like, oh, it's going into a cinematic. Why am I why am I looping through this five times? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that happened to me too because I'm like, wait a minute. I go, I'm not getting anywhere, am I? And then I figured out that I had to actually press it. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, oh, I so, got it. Okay. But Super Metroid, and I don't even know. I mean, the game's been out for 30 years. I don't even know if I should, like, if it's a spoiler or not anymore. At this no, point. I don't think it's a spoiler. I don't think so. So, if you haven't beaten Super Metroid at this point in time, uh, or just skip this part, it's a spoiler. I guess so. Uh, if you plan on doing it, um, yes. so in Super Metroid, which is takes place after Metroid 2, the Game Boy game, and in that one, at the end, you befriend uh, Metroid, kind of the, the Metroid yes. sees you as its mother. That Metroid comes back to save you in Super Metroid, and there's a part where it like. You think it gets you, and you think ah, there's nothing I can do, but mm-hmm. it it completely drains you down to one life thing one, yeah. on purpose. Again, that's part of the story. And then right. you get to the mother brain fight, and it is what it is, and then the Metroid comes in, and again, which I think is now a staple of Metroid games, in the final act, the final boss, where something happens, you get that jacked up suit, Yep. For the end of the game, which I love the one in Dread. Um, yeah, it was cool. And then, like, it's a whole new battle, which oh, is almost easier to fight. So, but nevertheless, I beat it. I was like, whoa, I didn't realize that was going to happen. And mm-hmm. now I'm just in love with Metroid, a series I never even thought about touching. Yep. Yeah, and that's how I felt, too, because I got through the first Metroid on NES, and I never went back because I remember, like, the first, when I did try Super Metroid, it's like, I just got stuck, and I'm like, I couldn't understand how to do it. Like mm-hmm. the whole open world 2D platformers it, when I was a kid didn't work for me. I get it. Like I, my brain just couldn't figure it out. I was like, now as an adult though, like I love those games. Like Symphony mm-hmm. of the Night was where it switched for me. Where I'm like, Agreed. oh, this is awesome. I'm like, and, you know, figuring it all out. Um, so once I played Symphony of the Night, I was like, oh, cool. I like these games, but I never went back to Super Metroid. So, uh, and, I, and as a result, or the Metroid series. So as a result, yeah. I've only beaten two Metroid games, which is the first one and the last one. There you go, Metroid, Metroid and Metroid Dread. And and when we and I think I can speak for you, and like when we talk about Metroid, we're not counting the Prime series, and I'm I'm not no. saying anything bad about the Prime series. It's just it's no. different. It went in a different direction. 
Um, but with these, and the prime series is really good. Everybody talks about how great they are. Absolutely. Um, but with these 2d, uh, versions, so yeah, so I got, I got dread down. I got super Metroid down. I would have had fusion down. I'm still debating whether or not to go back to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but with zero, so, and I think I was talking to rich about this and I'm like, and he kind of agreed to me because rich is in our group here, the uh, Metroid aficionado. Um, You know, the original Metroid and Metroid 2, for that matter, on Game Boy, have no map. No map system whatsoever. The idea was you drew the map yourself. Yep. Well, it's 2021, and I've already played three Metroid games that have maps built in. So guess who's not going back to play these games? Um, Me. Luckily, luckily, though, the first game was remade as Metroid Zero Mission on Game Boy Advance. And they did remake Samus 2, Metroid 2, as Return of Samus on a 3DS, which, uh, again, both wonderful versions mm-hmm. with zero mission. So I inquired about it because, you know, I'm getting the analog pocket. So I'm like, oh, let me get zero mission on cart. I can wait and then mm-hmm. I'll play that version. It's it's a remake of the first of the first game. Yeah. And I've, I'm already like a couple minutes in. And yes, it is a remake with some differences, but definitely a remake. You feel the remake. But apparently the cart, like even cart alone, I'm not even looking for in box. Card alone is like $70. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I can pass on that. But then I was seeing carts for like $15. Like, that's interesting. Okay. Turns out they're reproductions. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't have anything against it. I'm just like, if I'm going to go, I'd rather get the original cartridge. Thankfully, though, you can get Zero Mission on the Wii U for $7.99. Yeah. So that's what I did. So I actually rehooked up my Wii U purposely now to play Zero Mission, which I'm going to get back into and now heavily get into that. And nice. once I get through that, I'll probably go back to Fusion, and then I'll have to figure out how to do the Game Boy one because I started the Game Boy game, and it is a pain in the butt to do without a map. So I might just pick up Samus Returns. We'll see. That's but that's where I am with Metroid right now. Is a series I never touched. And in the last, what, three months, mm-hmm. I am all in. All right. Well, that's awesome. That's Thank awesome. You. Yes. Yeah, me, on the other hand, uh, I did Metroid Dread. I would like to go back and play Super Metroid since I've never beat it. Mm-hmm. I've beaten it. Um, I'm just not sure. What, uh, right now, I started Final Fantasy IX ah. uh, on my Switch. I downloaded okay. it um, during one of my before one of my trips. Uh, and fun story so far, so I'm just kind of rolling through that. However... Since you've now, since you've decided unilaterally that we're rekindling <laughs> the game, cha- the game challenge that we had mm-hmm. both agreed was dead, um, now I actually have to go back and focus on other games that won't take me as long, so I can make sure that I beat you. Which, by yeah. the way, right now, right now, yeah. you have eight games on your list. I have twelve. Uh, I, I think they should be weighed a little bit because my games, I think only one of them I've done in two-player mode. Uh, I don't think you need to weigh them at all. Thank you. <laughs> when your list includes Kung Fu and the Little Mermaid. Okay, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I have it documented how I did not successfully get through Kung Fu, okay? It yes, is a was, difficult game. And I was there to document it. <laughs> Even my godson, who's 10, when they came over, him and his little brother. Finished it in they, like five minutes. No, no, no. They're like, where's that game you don't like? I'm like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? That game you don't like. No, the one that you lost on. I'm like, what? And then my cousin's like, Kung Fu. 
It's like, oh my god, they remembered that. Yeah. Hey, thanks. That for was watching. a great. That was a great moment. Yeah, it was, uh, and I honestly had no idea that was going to happen. Oh my um, god, it was so good. And the Little Mermaid is a bit of a difficult game to get. Okay. Yeah, sure. How about Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo is another difficult game to get. Okay. To get Not to, or no, to beat. That's what I mean. Like to 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 play and to beat. Sure. So. All right. And I just want to. I, I just want to say that I think that my list currently has more challenge, way okay. more challenging so, than yours. Anthony was quality over quantity. Yep. I was clearly quantity over quality because the night that I beat Waldo and Little Mermaid, I think was actually right before the pandemic because I did it a game on. We did like a gaming night. Yes. That's right. It was like the last thing I did there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything shut down. So yep. all right. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. But, you know, when you have stuff like Where's Waldo and Little Mermaid on your list, and I have stuff like Rondo of Blood and Shadow of the Colossus, I think I think it's a little, you know, lopsided in terms of quality. Uh, you know what? Tomato, arcade tomato. Games, arcade games aside. Also, Dragon Slayer. I did that run on Dragon Slayer when I live streamed it. Dragon Slayer, cool. that, that was a wild one. Yeah, so I, I've never gone through Dragon Slayer. I don't want to get through Dragon Slayer. That was a lot of fun, actually, to get through. Oh, my game's done. It just hurt. It sounded like you stepped on the cat. I know. It does, <laughs> it does sound weird when you jinx. <laughs> Moving on. Well, how many games have you installed so far? I don't know. When did you start this? This morning. <laughs> I mean, because we've like, I got I, I got my Polymega, right? Yeah. We did the unboxing. Yeah. And then and then I and then I left for two weeks. This is true. So now, I'm like, I, yeah, I know. I, I just finished installing Grand Theft Auto. GTA, nice. GTA. Oh, I wonder how play. it works with London 1969. I don't know, but I will say this. But when I opened my GTA, I still have the poster. That's <laughs> there. You go. At least you don't have the receipt. And it's got the maps on the back. Hey, wait a minute. What? I didn't realize that. Hold oh, on. Open up the map. Yeah. So, well, this is the greatest hits one. Maybe not the original, but it's got Liberty City, San Andreas, and Vice City on. Those are the three original cities? Yeah. I honestly uh, did not know that until now. Yeah. And then because it was the greatest hits one, like yeah. they were promoting Grand Theft Auto 3 and you know, uh, PS2. Jesus, look at that. Yeah. Um, so, wow. Okay. Yeah, that so I honestly did not know that. On That's my Polymega and soon to be on my Polymega, Iron Man and Exo Man Award. Oh my god, you have that as well. I don't yeah. know where I got mine. <laughs> it's a touch I got, of I, game. I, I don't remember. I think my brother-in-law gave me this copy. <laughs> and I think he gave it to me because he got it out of the trash. I well, I believe that yes. wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, um, so so again, um, since the game challenge is back in play and you've committed <laughs> to it, uh, you are four games behind me at the moment. Okay. All right. And that's including um, and, Super Metroid's already included, right? Yeah, Super Metroid was number eight. Um, okay. I will say, I'll give you know, the um, Super Paper Mario is also on your list, which I'm sure was not a short game. No, that was not. And that was fun. That was one where, like, I remember you said you picked it up after a while. I time, admittedly, yes, I, yeah. I did pick it up, but it was an original save. So. Yeah, but that's fine. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Um, since I just brought up, I thought we were talking about this really quickly Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Here. Um, as we all know, um, last month, Rockstar announced the release, the release of the Grand Theft Auto trilogy yes. for current gen consoles, which were going to be Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, and Vice City, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, so, game is out. Reviews 
not so good. I've been hearing that. Um, yeah. You know, when 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 I read a uh, an article um, uh, headline, uh, GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition is this year's Cyberpunk 2077. That tells you everything that's, you need to know. Ugly. That, yeah, that's just that's just no bueno. That's ugly. Not good. Not good as well. People asking for refunds. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the digital, uh, I guess, and yeah. physical. Um, you know, hopefully they'll go back and, you know, uh, stuff like that seems to be able to be fixed with patches and everything, just a matter of them yeah. doing it. Yeah. But again, it's it, again, well, that's what happened with cyberpunk too. You know, it mm-hmm. came out and everybody was like, this is garbage and they had to patch the hell out of it. I mean, but we're talking about stuff here where they're like, it's, there's frame rate issues. There's like graphic issues. Like it sounds like they're issues like, like pretty much all across the board, which is weird because these games, they've been released before on PS4 on Xbox mm-hmm. one. Again, not, not like definitive edition upgrades. Just well, not yeah, That's the thing. Not remastered. That's exactly. That's what I'm saying though. Yeah. But still, you know, you know, to take that and, you know, tweak it a little bit, but, um, I, hopefully they'll fix it. I was interested in getting it. I was kind of like, to me, that was going to be like a Black Friday situation. Mm-hmm. But now I don't, it might be Black Friday 2022. Yeah, I would probably hold off on it. Yeah. Um, wait and see what happens. But yeah, I was I was really disappointed to hear that because I was going to pick it up as well because the only GTA, the only old GTA I played was three. I never mm-hmm. played San Andreas in my city. And everybody says San Andreas is the best GTA um, game. I think San Andreas is the best GTA game. Vice City has the best music because uh, it took place in the 80s. So, oh, then I would like Vice City better. Probably I think you'll enjoy Vice City. It's very like Miami Vice. Very, yeah, exactly. That that's crocking in tubs. Speed. Yeah. Wait, um, I was listening to uh, really quickly. I was listening to um, uh, Sirius XM in my okay. car this morning. Uh, they were doing the top songs of 1985, like top 40 from this date in 1985. Number one was the Miami Vice theme. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Way to go, awesome. Don Johnson. Yes. Um, so uh, all right yeah so we'll see about that uh hopefully they'll fix it you know it's funny too because not only did i did i read about that with with san andreas but also i mean um gta trilogy Mm -hmm. but also because nintendo's been kind of been picked on uh for their issues with the n64 emulation yes and everything and you know doug bowser which is still i think hysterical um president of nintendo of america stating that they are you know they will be uh, investing into making the online service better, uh, which I think means doing better, you know, upgrading or updating mm-hmm. the video games, fixing them. Uh, and it sounds like they're going to be dedicating a lot to really the online services. So hopefully we'll see some like really good stuff with all four of the gaming services. NES, yeah, Super I, NES, N64, and uh, Genesis. Yeah, I hope so. Because again, I mean, granted, I mean, people are people are paying for this. So I think you really have to deliver at this point, especially if you're asking for more money from Mm-hmm. you know your uh your players uh so i hope yeah i hope they're just on top of it i mean it's it seems to me like they just released it a little too early that's all and it just needed some more know. it just needed some more work uh, you know everyone was complaining like there was you know the frame rates for europe was going to be terrible it turns out they were already in there the frame yeah. rates for europe so i don't know it's people everyone's going to find something you know what i mean you can't please everyone so that's very true. I'm very hungry, please. I see that. Yo, trust me, I know that. Um, but but hey. you've gotten a lot of pleasure out of the polymega. I have well, I have now that we're talking to it, yeah, with the polymega as I'm transferring games to I it. I mean, granted, and you know, it's not an analog. No, it's better than that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can, well, no, I can, I can play I can, the entire library. Yeah, I well, I can what? Oh, I can play um, the entire library, yeah. Well, and this one this one promises ninety percent of the games will work on it. Okay. 
Uh, I'm very curious though to see this thing because now, um, now that I've actually had an opportunity two weeks later to start copying my games over to the Polymega, uh, I'm finding out that whole 90% thing oh. because um, as I've been copying games this morning, now granted, I'm not 100% sure if it's like the game is too scratched, needs to be cleaned, whatever it is, I got to go back and look through them. Uh, look at the discs, but two of the games I was I, I tried copying over would not copy. Really? And when I say would not copy, it would actually start the installation process. Because what's interesting is when you put a disc in, it automatically starts the installation process, but it hmm. won't save it to the hard drive until you choose the option to. Okay. So, which is interesting. So yeah. every game will start to copy. Um, so two games that I have, one I don't particularly if it doesn't get copied in it doesn't whatever one is um caesar's palace 2000 <laughs> which is a you know a, a yeah casino game which by the way the only game i've ever seen with a two disc case and it's only a one disc game i've seen a few of those because yeah, the, the manual strange. is so thick That's the manual is so thick they had to put it in a yeah. thicker one so um, if that one doesn't copy i'm fine with that because <laughs> i have the beauty that is Golden Nugget starring Adam West. Yeah. Who needs to play Caesar's Palace when you have Golden Nugget star, starring Adam Who West? Who needs to play right? anything else? Yeah, that's very true. Um, and I told you, Larry, if you play through that Adam West thing, I will count that as a retro game you've beaten. Um, <laughs> well, it so would make know. sense. It's a story mode. It's story mode. Yeah. Uh, but the game that does not copy that's got me really sad is uh, Clock Tower. Clock Tower. Really? Oh, uh, no. And that makes me sad. Oh, oh, oh I'm no. sorry. Two, two two games I'm sad about. There's another one. Copy. What? How do you uh, find Buster, three? Buster Groove 2, the Japanese version, Interesting. will not copy. Yeah. And again, I'll try them again later. Did they look um, scratched? No, I don't know. Well, let me I, ask you this. Can you play them? That's the thing I want to find out. Because even though it wouldn't copy over, it still gave me the option in the system to play it. So, so I may still be able to play. And yes, this thing has scratches all over it. <laughs> right. I've had this game for a very long time. Um, look at that. I don't know if you can see all the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Oof. Uh... Well, you know, but the old systems would do that to the game sometimes. So That's um, true. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. You know what I'll do while we're talking about it? I'll uh, give it a finish. shot. Yeah. I'll pop all in... Right. Uh, I'll pop in Clock Tower to see. But yeah. So like I've already run across three games that won't copy to the hard drive. Um, which and especially, Clock Tower specifically bums me out because I love that game and no, I've that's never, why, yeah. and I've never uncovered all the endings oh. in that game. And it, this also prompted another question though that I had all right. was, I'm copying all my games over and great and everything like that. What about my existing save states that are on my memory cards? Is there any way to copy them over? I didn't look into that. I feel yet. like someone addressed that. Okay, but I can't remember. Because I would, came down to because I would love to copy, I would love I would love to copy those over and pick up where I left off on some games. Do you have the PS3? No, you never had a PS3. Never mind. I have a um, PS3 though. I thought you never had a PS3. No, no, like originally. I have one now. I have the original one now, but I don't. No, I didn't you buy never it. got one originally. No, no, no. Because no. what happened was when it came out originally, there was an adapter, a USB mm. adapter to plug. Um, ps1 and ps2 memory cards into oh interesting the adapter nowadays is ridiculous to find and very expensive mm -hmm. and i don't know where mine went but um i think you can use that but beyond that the only thing i can think of is getting like a but that's only for the ps1 like a memory card pro because that all stores it onto a mini sd a micro sd excuse me 
So you might be able to transfer it over. I'm sure there's a way. Go to the website. I'm yeah. sure there's a way. I'm sure there is because I don't even. I don't just need it for PS One. I need it for like you know maybe not Sega CD but like Saturn. Well, and, the other uh, ones might be. Oh, those see? might be SOL. So Clock Tower Game Media is unreadable. Oh, there you go. Oh wow, and it's and it just. Out. <laughs> Not interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Sorry. Unreadable. Take, nah. take back your disgusting game. <laughs> it it literally vomited out my game. Okay. That is amazing. That is awesome. Disc is unreadable. Nah. Uh, I guess you gotta get yourself like a ten dollar disc cleaner or something. Yeah, I'll see what happens. We'll go like to uh maybe there's I like will, a music will, store or something that'll clean it for yeah. free. I will move on with uh Kagiro Deception 2. What the hell is that? Remember, um, um, remember uh, the deception games I told you about? Yes. Yeah. So it, that's what this is. I do remember that. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, Techmos Deception. That was the first. Yeah. Time. No, no, I remember. Which, that, yeah. by the way, I've never beaten any of my deception games, so now I have an opportunity to just like plow through them all on the friggin'. <laughs> don't just say plow. I'm sure some of them are difficult, and don't be playing on easy mode. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I thought it didn't matter as long as you got through it. Wow. No, everything's been done on normal. According to who? I thought that was the unwritten rule of gaming. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You follow rules that I don't know of. <laughs> no, I mean I never I never play anything on easy mode. It's not fun. Um, <laughs> you only get I like thought, a quarter of the story would, anyway. I thought that would be more like your thing. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. Wow. Hurtful. Wow. Hurtful but true. Yes. Um, but yeah, so um so anyway, uh yeah, the deception games I would actually like to go through since okay. uh, I have I have four of them. Three of them on PS1, though. I can't play. Yeah, I think PS2 one's on PS2, honestly. right? Yeah. And one's on PS2. Well, it's the same thing with the Clock Tower series. Clock Tower 3 was on PS2. That's true. You get the Super Nintendo version. Or uh, get yes, that I weird Japanese that. one I showed you. Oh, yeah. What was that? I, I think it's. It was only released in Japan, but I think it was, if I read it right, I think it's an upgraded version of the Super Famicom version. But I don't oh, know okay. how close the Super Famicom yeah. version is to the PS1 version. Well, but the problem is, if I get a Super Famicom version, I can't play it anyway because I can't translate it. Fair enough. <laughs> Touche, my friend. It's also Touché. why my it's also why all the Japanese PlayStation games I bought in Japan are not going on my Polymega. I'll never be able to play them. <laughs> well, you know, some you can probably trick your way through. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII in Japanese, not so much. <laughs> so, um, all right, you know what? We're actually gonna. Uh, uh, a little programming note for me and you, and I think we'll just skip ahead uh, to the trailer. Some of this other stuff we can talk about next time yeah. uh, that I showed you about. Absolutely. Um, yes, down the road, uh, I'm going to be doing a Kickstarter. Uh, who's a watching? Kickstarter episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I do want to, we want to mention this, though, before we run out of time, because uh, this dropped maybe about a week ago, this trailer, a wonderful new Christmas movie, yes. uh, which will be available on HBO Max, 8-Bit uh, Christmas. Yes, starring Neil Patrick Harris uh, and a bunch of kids. <laughs> Basically, is there anyone else who's actually in the movie? No, I think it's just Neil Patrick Harris. All right. Well, you know what? For We want actually for you either watching on YouTube or listening on the audio podcast, pause here in a moment and actually run over to YouTube, look up 8-Bit Christmas, watch the trailer, and then come back. Um, we'll give you like five seconds here. So, you know, yeah. if you're listening again down the road, just wait five seconds yes. and uh, then we'll talk about the trailer. So uh, pause now and go watch the trailer while I look up IMDb. All right. You do that. Welcome back. We're back. <laughs> 8-Bit Christmas, folks. Yes. 8-Bit Christmas trailer. I'm sorry. That trailer gave me a lot of nostalgia. It really did, actually. Right. Yeah. 
It did. It very gave me, um. It gave me very like gave me like Christmas, Christmas story. story. Yeah. yeah, Christmas story vibes. Um, yep. but in a obviously in a more eighties way. Oh, totally. I mean, this is pure '80s, and as you saw with the trailer, uh, basically it's the story of Neil Patrick Harris, um, you know, telling his daughter uh, about him trying to get a Nintendo in the very '80s or late '80s or whatever late it 80s. was. That was awesome. '88? Yeah. No, '89. No, wait, '80. Late '80s. <laughs> so, so it's so the comedy is right there, um, and it kind of this kind of came out of nowhere. Like I don't remember hearing about a movie like nope. this being made because again, they're specifically talking about the Nintendo. They're showing the Nintendo, so yeah. you know Nintendo had to be part of it, of course. And anything that everything Nintendo always is kind of hush hush. Mm-hmm. So yeah, usually when you hear about it, they're already like so far along, you know. And uh, for a movie on again HBO Max, you know, again it's going to be just a, a a fun family Christmas movie. Um, and yeah, I mean, like the only people I know in this movie is Neil Patrick Harris and Steven uh, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn, yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. So, but yeah, but the cool the, the cool thing about it though is that yeah, going through it, it. Um, Again, it harkens back obviously to our childhood. It did, yeah. And the and the quest, whatever, even if it wasn't the Nintendo that you had a hard time finding, but like a game or something like that, yep. just a quest to get the best games or you know or the consoles uh, at the time because you couldn't order them on the internet. You had to go to the store. What internet? You, you had right. You had to go. You had to go physically to a store to get your hands on one, or you had to wait for that. Sears catalog to come in the mail. <laughs> yes. To order one. Very true. Um, I like the part of the the, the trailer where everyone's opening up getting stuff and then the kid opens up, it's like bookshelves. Oh bookends. Because <laughs> we all gotten that on them. Yeah. We've all gotten that one Christmas prize and we're like, oh, this is oh okay. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's okay. not a turbo man. <laughs> yeah. Not a turbo man. Um, or a Voltron in our case. Oh Voltron. I actually I remember my big Christmas one. We'll talk about it later as well. But mine was the uh, the Ghostbusters HQ that I broke in. Oh uh, yes, I had that. I love yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Larry. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, my parents were not happy with me. I know. I remember <laughs> that, and I had a Castle Grayskull from He Man. I don't think I've actually had Castle Grayskull. I did have Castle Grayskull at one point, and it had a microphone that you could talk. Did into. it really? And, yeah, and it would be I like your voice would be really low. I don't know. It was that one? It was Skeletor's Castle. One of them had it, and I remember I had the microphone. Like, really <laughs> like it just had like a really deep voice, you know, and it was awesome. So, um, so eight bit Christmas will drop only on HBO Max uh, starting November twenty fourth. Very so excited to hear that. Thanks, yeah. So that's going to be and fun. I believe and, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, probably, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 24th is 20, a Wednesday. 20th is a Sunday. 21, Monday. 22, Tuesday. 23, Wednesday. Oh, oh Thanksgiving. no, it's Thanksgiving. Drops on Thanksgiving. Drops on Thanksgiving. There you go. Oh. Even better. No, wait. No, 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 no. The 20th is definitely a Sunday. No, because today is the 14th, which is a Sunday, which means next Sunday is the 21st. All right, hold on. The 29th is a Monday. So a week before that. Oh, so it yeah, is the 24th. The 24th is a oh, Wednesday. The 24th is a Wednesday. I would have been showing up to the Barclays Center a day early. That would oh, have been boy. good. <laughs> Always listen to me. <laughs> well, it should drop on on Thanksgiving because the Christmas season officially starts when Santa Claus ends up at the end of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And yeah, and then he asks everybody, wait, how the hell did I get here again? <laughs> As he ran the marathon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but he's just very he's slow. Just getting, he's just getting to the end now. <laughs> Keep so, an eye out for the for the pace car right behind him. <laughs> That's been going. Couple for a couple small month. elves. Yes. 
Um, but we'll uh, when it drops, we'll definitely check it out and we'll give a review of it. I'm looking forward to it. Again, I said to you before we started recording, really, I can't think of anything bad Neil Patrick Harris has done. So he's he's uh, great and he's no, funny. Very oh, I'm sure they're out there, yeah. but well, yeah, he did do Smurfs. He did do Smurfs. <laughs> But uh, thank God he's funny. So uh, so we'll check that out. And yep. I think with that, we'll wrap because you're apparently still got some games to go. Yeah. Ooh, this one's done. <laughs> it keeps it. When it's wait, done, wait, though, wait, it doesn't want to spit it out. Shh. One more one more time here. I'm going to move the microphone over. All right, ready? Eject. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Cats are like, is there a third cat here? <laughs> that, that's coming next. <laughs> like, it, does, it does sound like a, it does sound like the cat. Ooh, Midway Classics is up next. Ooh, that's a good one. It is. It's, there we go. You better, you better copy this sucker. <laughs> I see. You see it go fly across the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like. Anyway, and where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast on Instagram at retro gamers podcast on Twitter at retro gamers pod. You can watch us on YouTube and Instagram. Is it still? Instagram? I don't know. It's IGTV. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Right. Just, just, yeah. You know what? Just YouTube watch us on now. YouTube. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts and email us at email at the retro And real quick uh, for a final, we do want to give a wonderful shout out and congratulations to our friends over at game on as they open yes. their third store uh, in Patchogue, Long Island. So if you are, congratulations guys. Yes. If you're in the tri-state area, I guess really more on Long Island, you got Smith 10, you got Miller place. Now you got Patchogue. God help me if I had the address in front of me. That'll be next week. No, but it's all good. But, but uh, congratulations. The store looks amazing. We'll be down there actually probably next or this week or next week. Mm -hmm. um, we'll do some videos or at least I'll do some videos while we're down there. Yeah. Uh, but again, there. congratulations for the third store. Good luck with that. Yes. And with that, Ant, enjoy loading the rest of your games. I will. I, probably uh, when we record next week, I'll still be sitting here. <laughs> Probably. You'll be, you'll be, you'll just have CDs sticking out of you from the ones yeah, that exactly. are rejected. Oh, uh, yeah. I go, what are those? The rejects. <laughs> Folks, we will catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. <laughs>